You are listening to the Cairn 10 Podcast, where we bring our alumni back inside Cairn University in just 10 minutes. We're recording this on Homecoming Weekend 2018, where our very special guest and chapel speaker is and is with us, Michael J. Spiegel, Department Chair and Professor of Theological Studies at Dallas Theological Seminary. Perhaps his even greater distinction is that he is a proud parent of a Cairn student. I would add that extra distinction in there. That's right. And that his daughter Sophie is a freshman here at Cairn. And we are really, really glad to have Mike with us here for the weekend for homecoming to speak in chapel. <clears throat> he spent some time with uh, some students and some faculty and staff. And we're just excited to have uh, Mike with us. So thanks for coming in, Mike. Thanks for having me. Glad to be back. Now, in preparation for this, I was doing some simple Googling, which is always dangerous, as you oh. know. Uh, but I was thinking back, you're a grad of 1996, mm-hmm. uh, just a couple of years before uh, before I graduated. And just some of the events of that time period, I didn't pull them off, but I was thinking, we both know the world was a really, really unusual place at that time, right. a long time ago. And so I was thinking between the years of 1996 and 2018, you left this place. Now you're here speaking. Right. Your daughter's here. So as you've come back to campus, what are some of the observations you have hmm. made in the process of bringing Sophie here, right. but also other reconnections, just people you've talked to? Um, what are some of the things you've observed? Yeah. Um, well, there was the obvious name change, which uh, I kind of am fond of. It was uh, um, a little bit different, but the place feels the same. There are some, uh, the footprint of the of the place I spent a lot of time on has ch- changed only slightly, a few new buildings, and uh, so there are some places to visit, some old places as well as some new places to explore, and so that was uh, that was kind of exciting. I will say it still feels less, like the same place. Uh, I don't feel like I get lost any more than I used to as a student, mm. <laughs> which happens sometimes, right. um, but I also feel like the, the, the mood is the same. I feel like... Um, Karen has not abandoned its approach to uh, scholarship and studies from a Christian worldview, which is very encouraging. Hmm. Those are some of the some of the similarities. Are there mm-hmm. are there any things that you've come across that you would say are distinctly different, other than that? Yeah, um, the kids are. Yeah, a lot younger than I was. I think, uh, yeah, this is very, discu- you know, I, sometimes even at seminary, I turn to my colleagues and I say, are they getting younger and younger? Right. They're yeah. like, no, you're getting older. Yeah. So yeah. so there's always, obviously that. Yeah. Um, you know, the younger, gen- we were Generation X back when we were students here, right. and that was a big thing. And now I don't know, whatever you know what means. they I'm are, not, whatever that meant. Sure I didn't like to X identify with that anyway. Yeah. But, yeah. but so, you know, the kids are different, uh, but I have one of them, as you mentioned right? here, yeah. my daughter. Yeah. Um, so what's great is I can uh, kind of uh, I know a little bit about the school, uh, some of the background. I still know some of the people who are here, so some familiarity still. Right. So you know, I'll, I'll I don't feel like it's a different school yeah. per se. Right. There's a lot of continuity, mm-hmm. um, which is encouraging. Yeah, and yeah. Um, uh, the differences have have not really been radical that I've observed. That's great. That's mm-hmm. great. Well, let's talk about your work because I wanted to highlight sure. that. Uh, and how long have you been at Dallas? And uh, it's up to you. You can kind of start us if you want for maybe not time to go back to when you graduated right, and the right. whole thing. But but what have you been engaged in professionally and any other way that you want to you sure. talk about that? Yeah, I'm interesting. You know, uh, from due to encouragement while I was here to go to Dallas Seminary, several people suggested that uh, main motivator for why, why I ended up there. And I went there right away. So after I graduated, and uh, went through my THM and PhD in Dallas. 
and ended up staying. So I've been there teaching now for 11 years and um, serving as a department chair in theological studies for three. And um, yeah, really, it's been a, been a good time. In fact, my area of emphasis in historical theology was, um, was actually molded and kind of shaped here while I was uh, at Cairn. So yeah. kind of interesting to look back and see those seeds that were planted that have now kind of borne fruit in, in my own life. Right, right. Um, I wonder if uh, you could talk about what are some of the specific areas of study mm-hmm. that you're engaged with? Yeah, so I primarily focus on systematic and historical theology at Dallas Seminary. We teach uh all of the areas of theology, the required courses. My uh, specific areas of expertise are the patristic period, early church, uh, which I got really interested in while I was here. That's where it started. Started reading through some of those early church fathers and in my church history class, and, and it really sparked an interest that's been really burning uh, over the last uh, couple of decades. So that's m- my main area of interest. Uh, love spending time with students, mentoring, uh, kind of doing with students what professors did for me while I was here. Uh, Charles Ryrie was a, a strong influence in that direction when he was uh, teaching here. He would come fly in about every week and um, really motivated me and, and encouraged me in that direction. And so I'm trying to keep that legacy alive. Mm, that's great. Do you have any observations about broadly the the significance of biblical education mm. these days? So, of course, you're in a seminary context. Right. So uh, and, and we also uh, train students at Cairn through our Master's of Divinity program, probably more on that in a commercial break later on. Right. But um, wh- are, are there any things that you think, um, observations about maybe the, the value of that biblical education, of mm-hmm. course, at both uh, the, the, the post-graduate um, uh, level, um, but also for undergrads at a place right. like Cairn or others where where biblical education is still really key and foundational. Yeah, I think people get confused sometimes when we say biblical education or Christian education. It's not only studying the Bible, but making the Bible really the the heart of a curriculum. So whether the topic, whether you're in a business class or a history class or a education class, the idea is you're teaching this from a, a Christian worldview perspective. And whether you mention the Bible itself at all in the class per se, your presuppositions, the nature of humanity, you know, the nature of truth, these kinds of things are going to be sort of influencing it. And I think that's what we mean by Christian or biblical education. Um, I think that's super vital. It's uh, especially now in a more, an increasingly post-Christian world um, where those presuppositions are no longer assumed, you know? We mm-hmm. can't assume people understand what we mean by God when we say God. They don't have the respect for the Bible. Even they don't have the respect for the Bible and Christianity like they did when we were students 20-some years ago. It's changed quite radically. So more than ever, uh, you know, these um, institutions like Cairn or like Dallas Seminary are are like little um, island harbors in the midst of a, of a real ocean of, of chaos out there. And I think they're, they're great places to train in whatever field, not just biblical studies, but whatever field, and then send our, uh, our students, our budding students, out into those those areas like a mission field. Related to that, um, I, one of the things that we've been thinking about a lot in alumni relations is um, those alumni like you and me who are in that phase of life right. where we our kids are starting to think about college, yeah. their friends are thinking about college, conversations are, and I'm really excited about trying to engage with alumni from our era 
in terms of having their sons and daughters consider Cairn as a place. So you've done that. You've right. been through that. So I wonder if what is, what is it like to have a, a, a daughter, in your case, come back to the place that you had been? Um, is that a, an emotional experience? Is it more of a kind of flat experience? I mean, I'm sure it's different for every person. Um, but but I, I imagine you think that's valuable to have people right. th- at least consider the school that you sure. went to, especially when you've spoken highly of what we do here. Mm-hmm. And of course, you're a product of that. Yeah. Um, one thing I did, made sure I didn't do was uh, force my daughter, you know, to go anywhere. And so right. we, we shopped around. We looked and compared and contrasted. And when she visited, uh, you know, I it was exciting, you know, to see the place. I was familiar with the places. And for her, it was a new thing. So I had to kind of balance that and see if it was right for her. It's not right for everybody. And um, as far as uh, when she decided she wanted to come here, it was uh, on the, the side of the emotional experience. It right. was a lot of nostalgia. It was uh, comforting in a lot of ways. I know the area. So I know the she's safe. I know a lot of the people, the faculty, administrators. So there's that comfort comfort level. For my daughter, it was very easy transition because she graduated from a private Christian school, nine students in her graduating class, and dropping their, her then into a, a university setting that was the size of a city was not, sure. and it would have been very yeah. difficult. Um, Karen's a perfect size, not too big, not tiny. It's just right for, for somebody like that, especially class size is perfect. And she's used to having community and being able to know the professors and the teachers and such, perfect for her. And so uh, I would encourage people to, to look into it and look at the, the benefits of that, uh, especially if you already know the place. It's uh, very inc- comforting. Well, who would have thought that in 1996, Mike Spiegel would go on to become chair of theology at Dallas Theological yeah, Seminary? Not me. Who would, have, <laughs> who would have thought? And who knows what other critical role? God will have current students like Mike's daughter Sophie and so many others fill as they go out to serve Christ in the church, society, and the world. But as you know, a four-year college education is expensive, and so now is a great time to go to cairn.edu give and make a gift to the Cairn Fund. No doubt many of our 90s alumni and so many generations of others recall the scholarship help that they received. And this, like then, comes in large part from the gifts made by alumni like you. So thank you, alumni, for your generous giving and support of the biblical education you've heard spoken of here today. Now, stay tuned after the break for Mike Spiegel's very own Cairn 10. With a commitment to Christ, the Church, and the Scriptures, Cairn University's seminary-level Masters of Divinity, Master of Arts and Religion, and Masters of Theology programs seek to cultivate a student's intellectual and spiritual growth and prepare them to explore religious, cultural, and moral issues of the Church, society, and the world. Whether you're called to be a pastor, a missionary, worship leader, elder, teacher, or layperson, Cairns programs equip students with a foundational knowledge of Bible and theology that you can apply directly to the activities of daily life, ministry, and vocation. Learn more about our graduate divinity programs as well as how you may be eligible for up to 50% off your tuition by visiting us online at cairn.edu forward slash admissions forward slash grad. cairn.edu forward slash admissions forward slash grad. Mike Spiegel, are you prepared for your Karen 10? I am. Who was your favorite professor? 
Charles Ryrie. Which book did you read during your time that had the greatest impact on you? Ryrie's Basic Theology. What spot on campus will you remember the most fondly and why? Heritage Hall. It was a nursing home at the time. I volunteered there and my wife worked there. So, fond memories. Which class rocked you most at the core? And you get a because on this one. Church history. It set me on the trajectory of actually studying church history the rest of my life. Who was your first roommate? Do not remember. Neither does he. <laughs> what, was your, what was your favorite non-academic related thing to do while you were a student here? Hang out at the airplane diner. Oh, I want to comment on that. But I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Which food in the cafeteria was your go-to? Chicken. I want to comment on that too. <laughs> favorite off-campus spot to go with friends? Airplane diner. When you graduated, what did you miss most about this place? The professors. And what is the one thing about Cairn you hope will never change? Its commitment to a Christian worldview-based education. Ladies and gentlemen, Mike Spiegel's Cairn 10.